Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast is going to forgo hummus and chips for the next few months in order to buy just one of the new TFC t-shirts. On this week's episode, we look back at the triumph over the Philadelphia Rockies, talk CPL, discuss the Stephanie Labe situation, look ahead to not one but two games, and more. Jesus, I'm already tired. Um, and now to this week's panel. First up, last week's game rep. You know, I took the shift the week before. Mark, uh, Mr. Mark Hinckley took it last week. Thank you, Mark. It's the least I could do. Welcome to the show. Yep. Yeah. Um, this week, we have a super sub that has agreed to descend from his lofty perch in the press box to spend time with us mere mortals. Uh, joining us from the Sports Podcasting Network, it's the 24th minute himself, Mr. Dwayne Rollins. Where's the shrimp? We ate it before you got here. Mm. No shrimp here. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, J-Mo. Uh, Duncan can't be with us this week. He is busy scouting the Irish Lower Division merch shops for scarves. Yay. Uh, Tony also can't be with us this week. He's still mourning the Spurs loss to West Brom. Because seriously, West Brom, seriously, the fuck? It's not even going to keep them up either. Probably. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. I'm clearly not over it either, but I'm still here. Last kick, too. Stop it. Pretty much. Um, as for me, I am contemplating selling my soul for a hoodie. Not really. Fuck off. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now, before we start the show, mm -hmm. we've got something really important to do. We have to give a huge, huge shout out to Dr. Retro, at Dr. Retro on the Twitters, for bringing to life, and unbeknownst to us that he did this, an old VMP gag when we, uh, about two seasons ago, were calling Jonathan Sorio Javinko.ca. Well, if you go to that site, just type in jovinko.ca, you'll see why Dr. Retro is an absolute fucking legend. Yep. Our hat's off to you, sir. Like, seriously, thank you. That's, that was beautiful stuff. Thank you. I wish we'd known about it sooner. Uh, so much. But thank you, sir. It's magical. Thank Seems you. like something that he might have done after about six or seven too many pints. Mm. And then forgot about it for two years. Yes, yes, yes. Remedied my chops, so we generously Some of the sleeper hits are from this attack Manger, doppelganger, turn on non-partisan As you hear all and this sneaker fits I'm undeniably left-leaning, others got cold feet It's because they're breastfeeding on the foam teeth Pretty much, we I'm don't just, care, it's there, it's glorious I can't wait for some of the terrible scarf ideas To just come to light <laughs> Yo, You'll just see me Big beaming smile with a tear Single tear Just working its way down the side of my face Like, oh that's so beautiful. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, first up on the show is the union post-match. Mm. What club in crisis? Oh, I mean this? Toronto FC. Used to be. Club in crisis. So on the heels of International Workers' Day, a union showed up and helped out, just like they're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Proletariat. <laughs> Power to the people. Tip um, your server. So this particular game, 
it's a weird. It's great to get you know three points, clean sheet, goals, all sorts of good things. But first, I just want to say, like I used to feel bad for Bill Hamid before he escaped. I felt bad for Andre Blake. <laughs> like not so bad that I won't take the three points and the clean sheet and no. run, but no. it, you don't deserve it, Andre. Just he like Bill didn't deserve it, you don't deserve it. Run no. away. Take those offers. Get out while you still can. There's nothing, nothing to be ashamed of taking that contract in Sweden. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's a summer league. It's great. Yeah. Just do it. It'll be fine. So Friday night's game was just what TFC needed. A fairly easy win. Multiple goals, including one from Seva, which also important. Um, clean sheet. Kache looked good. Kache looked pretty good. Kache's best game as a TFC um, player. Oh. By miles, miles. Mm-hmm. It's a he, short, short, small bar, but yeah. Yeah, but he looked like a competent player. He actually did some nice things. Uh, Arrow continues to impress. Um, the makeshift backline looking good, and uh, Vasquez looking closer Getting to warmer. his old self. You know, still. Well, he got subbed off for Jay Chapman, and then we got that. that. So exactly, that be, uh, which is always so, delightful. So, Chappers! So Vasquez had a, a really good game, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I'm all with it. Yeah. <laughs> I like this logic pass. Um, so, yeah, no, you know, it, and it was. It was what TFC needed, and we talked about on the show last week that, you know, said this was, in many ways, it really was a must-win game. Uh, they have to beat uh, the, the lesser lights of the league right now, and they especially have to do it at home, uh, regardless almost of who's in their lineup because of TFC are going to continue to uh, hang on the deepest team in MLS. They have to show it. And this game they did. And it was, you know, close-ish to their first team, but still some significant absences. Uh, But a really solid overall performance. Now, it doesn't hurt that the Union are crap. No. And did anyone notice that David Akam was playing? No. Like, seriously, until someone mentioned he'd been subbed off, I was like... He was on the bench? Oh. Oh. I didn't realize he even had forwards. Right. It was a pretty bad performance. Someone, um, I tweeted it out after. It was a Philadelphia writer. I tracked it back. The Union's last 10 road wins. Oh, was it Jonathan? Um, I'm not sure who it was It wasn't Tana Wald? Okay. No, no. It was some lesser light than, than the JT... You, that's JT is JT is he is the he is the top. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. What um, was the tweet? Yeah, no. It, it, they tweeted out the last ten uh, wins on the road for the Philadelphia Union. Oh Union. God! And one of them was against Chivas. Yeah. Like yeah. seriously. Wow. Yeah. Damn. And not right? Guadalajara. Damn. Like, I'm pretty sure I would have yeah. figured it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's bad. Bedoya. I mean, we got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You know, Bedoya was like really the only, you know, he came close a couple times actually. And I mm-hmm. fully well, expected the, cross, the crossbar. They did hit the crossbar. Yeah. 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 Um, and again, Andre Blake did what he could in front of behind his horrible defense. Yes, Keegan Rosenberry, I'm looking at you. You suck. You're tall, but oh, not so. They're good. so young. That I, I've watched a lot of Union games this year. God help me all. Oh yeah, they're like they're babies, like little stumbling yeah. giraffes. They get killed on the back line, and I could tell in the first half watching the way Javinko was just terrifying them. The way he was running at them. Oh like, yeah, back, 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 back. Um, they've scored six goals all year too. Three of them were in one game. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So not so great. All right. Well then, moment of the match. Uh, I would say Jay. Uh, well, I'm going to go with Jordan Hamilton's pass to Jay Chapman. 
uh, that was a beautiful hookup goal. Uh, when you could see the reaction on the sideline, the way that the coaching staff were all these big smiles and high fiving, they were just so happy. And after the, I did ask Vanny after the game in the post game. Well, one's asking these you know detailed questions about the stars. I I went hipster and went. Oh, I want you to talk about J Chaps. And he was lit up, and he could tell he was happy to answer. It's like ah, it was great to see two guys in the work and blah blah blah. It was it was a fun moment. Nice. Um, it wasn't so much a moment as much as a series of moments, and that was uh, watching uh, Elliot for Philadelphia get absolutely bullied by Javico. There's nothing more I enjoy than seeing a small guy just, just torture the tall guy, terrorize a giant. Yeah, <laughs> and it happened more than once, and Elliot started flopping around. Oh, it became quite the joke. And uh, thank you for that, because if not for that, all I'd have to do is all I'd have to go back on is the goals <laughs> oh no well i i know Dwayne's except expecting me to say ashton morgan's nutmeg um but i am gonna go with the cancon goal so that pass from hamilton which is beautiful two chappers really finish um so much fun just it was pretty cool and i'm just you know i'm always happy to see well for one thing there were four canadians on the pitch it's really fucking exciting um <laughs> Just, Breaking huge have, have you, the, the bench had five Canadian players. Mm-hmm. Five Canadian players were on the bench. It was delightful. Um, but I'm always happy to see that. And I'm happy to see Jay Chapman have, you know, he didn't play much in that game, but come in, have a positive impact. Um, we, we so want nothing but good things for Jay Chapman um, and not that we don't for Jordan Hamilton Jordan we love you too um, but we feel that Jay's been really sort of shunted off he's basically you know he's in Ashton Morgan territory uh, right now in that it's like yes Jay yeah we yep we know you can play it yeah we know you're there yep that's yeah but there's like five guys ahead of you yeah so just sit although they've been playing him late in games the last two or three yep um, and that's not that has to have something to do with him being rewarded for training opportunities. And Absolutely. Training. But you're right. Once they get fully healthy, he's going to get shunted down. Once Michael Bradley's not stuck being center half of the day. Exactly. Yeah, it's not so. going to be likely. And he's he's stuck in that weird position where he's too good for USL. He's not good enough to be a starter for another team. For well, you know, for this team well, anyway. For, yeah, for this team. Yeah. I was going to say mm-hmm. if he, for another team, he, he would he could probably start at Philly. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be fair. But uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's it's he's in a weird limbo, and I mean it's 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 almost the same limbo as uh, as Ashton Morgan. You know? Yeah, like I said, that's 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 what I sort of liken it to. Just, I, um, it sucks that it exists. What's well, well, Ashton's a bit different because of his position, so unique. That's, yeah. He's he will have everyone. You know, I know the joke is he's going to be the you know the star of the CPL. I don't think so. I think he'll retire with TFC because he will always have a role as a backup left back because they're rare. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. But. With Chapman, they have in the league. They not they don't use it very often. They have the ability to enter a league loan, and I sometimes wonder whether that might be the best win for Jay Chapman. And that's kind of a new thing. MLS teams aren't used to that idea yet. I know, but TFC might be this much better than send someone to go. Yeah, go play for yeah. Let him to the West somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Go see how Sandy Utah is. Yeah. Go play in Colorado. Yeah, that might be an answer for him, but we'll see. Um. All right. So, man of the match. Vasquez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Vasquez. No, I'm totally down with that. Easy Claxon. Ooga. Ooga. Yeah. Huzzah. All right. Let you have it. Uh, Vanny Tactics. (laughs) So I ask for the third show in a row. Go on. Seriously, Nico, what did you do? (laughs) Not even on your birthday do you get to finish the game. 
He's playing well too. I, uh, hence my 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 confusion, my befuddlement, my my conundrum with Greg Vanny's handling of the Baron right now. Um, and he was highly complimentary in the post game. Not to go back on this yeah. again, but they asked him about him directly. Oh, Vasquez had a great. Game. He said, you know. Oh, Nico had, again, fantastic game. He calls his game simple. He says, you know, he's a simple guy that does simple things, and he compliments our skill player as well. Um, and he's a useful player. I, I don't quite know what they're doing other than maybe the game's in hand. They want to get more time out there for other people. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, it's a weird one. It's a it's just... Maybe there's a fitness issue we're not quite aware of, too. There could be something like that. I guess. Um, you know, but other other than my ongoing confusion in this regard... Uh, the new normal defensive setup continues to look good. Like they are overperforming. Um, and again, it allows Auer to shine. It allows Ashton Morgan to shine. Gregory Vanderweel, I, this is again, him as a center back is my favorite thing. I will be curious to see once players are healthy and stuff and he starts playing out on the wing again to see his game shift. But I haven't really liked him out there so far this season, but anytime he plays more central, I love it. He and seems to like it too. He, I think he said he said he likes. He's yeah. enjoying it. He started his career apparently at, as a center half in his. Well, it him. is certainly yeah. suiting his game here, um, and I think for the most part the subs made sense. Um, you know, sub off, getting getting some fresh legs. Feel a little bad. I think again, St. Ricketts has been a little. I don't think he has his legs yet because he missed all preseason. I know. Yeah. So and but in games like that, it's that's sort of the game I expect to see him come in for five, seven minutes just to get his legs under him because that isn't something that's going to be you know toss will play D, um, just allows him to sort of you know galumph around the pitch a bit, mm-hmm. do his gazelle act. But um, he's a, I I think his role now at this point of his career is to be a ten minute player. Um, that that's going to be what it is. When they're down and they need a goal, they're going to throw him on to, to try and it's find gonna something. It's going to be our new Alan Gordon. AlanGordon.ca. Yeah. Did you know that when I wasn't here last week, this stat blew me away. That was only the fourth time that a former TFC player scored a goal 85 minutes or above ever to take points away from TFC. Only four times. It seems like it was 40 times. Has Martin it, been whispering in your yeah, ear? Yeah, he gave oh, me that Okay, stat. I was going to say, that has got to be a Martin Bailey special. Well, Hi, well, Martin. We don't have Duncan here to give us Portland Timbers random oh, trivia, so that's a good Portland one, too. Fans. But only four times that former TFC players taken points away 85 minutes or above. That's I, How many yeah, of them have been Alan Gordon? But, probably two but probably or three. Probably before 84 and after 80. It's probably like 16. Yeah, yeah. it seems like it yeah. anyway. Um. So, yeah, the only other thing I think that I thought was – I wasn't surprised of, but I wouldn't have been surprised had Clint Irwin started instead of Bono. And yeah. and that's not a, a knock on, on, on Bones. I think um, this was a game in which you could have given him a rest. Clint Irwin's looked very good in MLS games um, so far, the two he started. He certainly not at fault for the losses in those um, and kept them in a couple games. Yes, I know it was the... Yeah, the, the, Christ, I was in the back line that one. Exactly. I, yeah. um, so I sort of thought that Clint might play on Friday night. Um, he didn't, which is fine. The Voyager's Cup games are coming. He might get a run out one of the two next week, too. Not Seattle. No, but they could, the second one, you might, the road one. Oh, T-terrorists are above the line. Who knows? They're on the road. Yeah. I'm no, no. Clint's more than capable of handling that, so I, I wouldn't be surprised there either. It's a stadium of horrors for TFC. God rest Danny Cooverman's. Uh, um, Is it okay if I pour in half my drink? He said Danny Cooverman's. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
one of the things I wanted to mention that was before and during the game, uh, and this has nothing to do with TFC, but it has to do with TFC uh, TFC supporter groups and a fundraising effort uh, for Toronto Strong that they put forth. And my understanding is we'll continue at Wednesday night's game. So bring your money, folks, um, to raise money to help those who were affected by uh, the, uh, the murders, the van attack. And I think it's great that all the, all the groups have come together for this. Sure. Uh, was, it's all five groups, six groups, five groups. Are the drummers one of them? I don't know. Were the drummers involved? I don't know. For sure. Come on, People, you're you sector. I'm sort of. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good thing, obviously. There's been more than $2 million raised already for that that um, effort. And hopefully it doesn't get out of people's minds because, you know, what let's call it um, misogyny terrorism, yeah. which is what it was. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm pleased to see that. And, and, and I know some of it is because... Uh, one of the women that was killed is a TFC season ticket holder, a South End member. 115. Uh, 115. Tickets to 115. So, um, I, I, but I firmly believe that the SGs would have done this regardless because this is something that as a community um, they do and we do. So, uh, again, if you're going to the game on Wednesday or whatever games are coming up whenever this gets released, um, bring your money. You know, even a couple dollars at a time. There's a lot of us that go to games, you know. Spend 14 on a beer, so. Exactly. You can probably. You can take, you can take that, what I assume would be $36 and change, because, you know, you carry 50s. Just throw that in there. You know? Exactly. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. You're the right. 70, $76. Just throw the 70, 70, 86 Just throw the 80. You know, buy two beers. Hashtag buy two math. beers and just. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's coming, it's coming. Buy two beers and then put the other $72 in, in the, you know, you're going to do some good. 28 subtract, so you're going 30, that'd be $72. Yes, there you go. There you go. Hashtag math. One of the few skills I have. Um, before we leave the, the union game, one thing that isn't actually on the rundown. Oh, um, God, I'm not ready for this. It's a secret thing. Panic! Panic! Okay. It's all right. Sell down, sell down. So something that I took, a t didn't get much flack, but a tiny little bit of flack for on Twitter was something I said during the game, which was when um, Victor Vasquez had that little clash and went down, hurt, his ankle was hurt, whatever, and the union didn't put the ball out, at least not right away. And I said on Twitter, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, they didn't have to put the ball out. Nope. This was not a grievous injury. It was behind the play. Players were not playing around him, stepping over him, stepping on him. He went down of his own volition. It wasn't that a ball had hit him in the head. You know, the AR is right there. If he looks seriously injured, AR can call and send this. So I want, I want to just point out that, and again, I'm not the only, I know that I am sometimes alone in my thinking of this. And I say this as a TFC fan, I did not expect the union to put the ball out for my player. Um, again, I'm not a monster. I, I, you know, the refs call the play dead for reasons when players are hurt. The, again, the AR can step in. And, and, and if they're not, then there needs to be a rule change that if a player's go down, the ball goes out and we stop play regardless of what's going on. But come on, the no, number of times. Nope. No. no, and I know well, that, that but that is kind saying, of yeah. what, you know, I sort of feel 
Can't wait to watch the end of a CONCACAF game where that's in play. Exactly. Oh! So, you know, if it's behind the play, player's not grievously injured. He's not in danger of getting injured by other players. Like, I see, I am not angry if another team continues to play on. I would expect my team to do the same. Um, am I the only one that feels this way and no, feel free I, to be honest about the evo- this. The, I don't the evolution care. of the game is, is actually in the last four or five years, you see them play it out less and less because they've been it's been drilled into them. That's the instructions from the referees to play to the whistle and to not take matters in your own hand. And they only do it for karma reasons, basically. If they kick it out, then maybe they think that the same thing will happen the other way. Mm-hmm. And Philly did eventually play it out if memory serves. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I think it was after they, they attack it and it went back out and then they played it out. And that's kind of how it's it's played out. Now, when you did, at first I thought he dove when I watched it live. But yeah, then, like it was it was you know Vasquez isn't it. a diver really, but I, if you go back on my feed, I actually took a photo of the replay on TSN from the press box TVs, <laughs> and you can see he does get hit, but it's it, it's not it's such a minor thing. And so for the TFC players to lose their mind, which I realize is 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 a TFC slash Michael Bradley specialty. And, and I get that. By the way, Seba, keep your fucking head in games. Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, but, you know, and I only got I only got serious pushback from one person, but I did, uh, yeah, like barely. I'm sorry, Vivi. I love you. You know I love you. You were my player of the year last year. Um, for those of you who didn't pay for the video podcast this, this week, Dwayne is showing a still photo of the incident. Yes, you can see some contact on the ankle. Yes, and, and I watched, I saw the replay, and there, there was a bit yeah. of contact on the ankle, and, and, you know, that's fair. But again, the play was going completely the other way. He was not in any danger. He was not seriously injured. You know, I'm not saying that they shouldn't put the ball out if a player is lying on the ground bleeding, or if there's a head injury. Of course, the game should stop. But in situations like this, come on. I, I, think, I think when there's been like really grievous serious injuries the player who's not who was involved but not affected knows immediately shit went down yeah and that's the case they're, they're usually the ones no get it out get it out get it out yeah if that's the case like i'm okay with that because they know what they got they have a better sense of what just happened than a camera would than 26,000 armchair referees would well players aren't animals as you say i was watching el clasico this weekend which was Crazy, like violent, and the, you know, elbows and Messi trying to kill players, and it, you know, there was a lot of grievances there. But mm-hmm. there was that play in the second half, and I forgot who it was for Barcelona that went in on the attack, but hit Navas square in the shoulder with his knee into the chest, and immediately that player, even though in the middle of that moment you'd think would be like, oh, screw it, was no, no, he was like trying to make sure he was okay. So players yeah. know exactly when they've done something that goes over, yeah, a level, yeah, yeah. freak, whether it was freak or I meant to, but I didn't mean to do it like that, yeah. You know. I, I get that. Um, as far as see, I, I mean, I'm always worried about the gamesmanship aspect too, which is why I say, no, you play to the yeah, play, play to the whistle. Play to the whistle. Same Don't. thing for you, defenders. Stop putting your fucking hand up. Yeah, just do your do your job. Keep your head in the game. Like you're not you're not a ref. Don't bother. Um, uh, but like, just looking at any of the any of the Cockagaff games, like how many times guys were flopping around, just trying to trying to manipulate the the flow of the game exactly. just by stalling and, and 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 my favorite which is of course bringing out the stretcher which if well, elected, the magic stretcher which if if elected to fifa if you get the stretcher you either sit out for 10 minutes or you sub immediately 
Oh, I like that. Well, that, I've advocated for that for a while. Yeah. If the player has to be removed from the field, there should be a yeah. Obviously, of time if he can't get off the field on his own accord, yeah, he's a he's a danger to himself. It exactly. also should be second for second if it happens in stoppage time. And clearly, in that Guadalajara game, which was the most ridiculous oh. and grievous thing ever, he was like, "I'm called. I'm getting the hell out of here on right on the dot because yeah. we could see the time ticking in the press box. Yeah. Crazy. It was on the three minute dot that he blew it, yeah. even though the guy was down for ninety seconds. But now we're opening up old wounds. No, but 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 at the same time, to me. It's like that if, if if we know like nine times out of ten when the stretcher comes out, he's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only is he fine, he's coming back. If he has to be subbed because he's seriously hurt, then you're going to sub him anyway. Exactly. So why not apply that to somebody who's faking it? All right. On that note, I'd just like to say screw you, Bill Gadet. There's a throwback, a callback right there mm-hmm. for the longtime listeners. That and is that fantastic. Beer, you never throw beer. Except for that one time, it was okay. Yeah. Square on the head. <laughs> Could still see it coming down. Is that good? Is that Oh, my God, that's going to. <laughs> and he got up. Suddenly got up. Miracle. The healing powers of you. Next up on the show, I think we've successfully put the Union game to bed. Um, Good, it was sleepy. And the Puerto Rico Islanders game from 2009, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. This is, a... this is the Dwayne version of this. I know, this I know. This is hilarious. Incident, and he just, just rhyme it off. Um, so next up, and actually, it's, and I'm glad we have Dwayne on the show because Dwayne's had a chance to uh, talk to the person that we're about to talk about. So we've talked about Stephanie Labbe on this show, and we talked about her trialing with the with the Calgary Foothills, and we had for our show a very mature and measured discussion about it. And again, I know those of you that listen to this show, that doesn't happen very often, yeah. but. They can do it. I'm so proud of the boys. Um, but recently, very recently, um, Steph was offered a position with the Foothills and then summarily told by USLPDL, commissioner, league owners, whatever. Jake Edwards. There you go. There's an English um, yeah. That due to, the, <laughs> due to the rules of the league, she's not allowed to play for them. Um, I, and I do want Dwayne to just sort of, you know, he talked to, he, he and Kevin had uh, her on their show. But I think my question, and hopefully you've got an answer to this or you have thoughts on this, is why did they, why did they wait until after the Foothills offered her a position to say she couldn't play? There's the, there, that, is a, that is the only question I have in this and, 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 and it, it is the only question I have because why let her go through all that? Why let her play in preseason? Preseason was fine. Did Calgary seriously have no idea of these rules? Does anybody Does have anybody? No Did rules? no one else think to step Are in and maybe? say, oh, by the way? Important question. Dwayne might be able to answer this. Do they write the rules with the same pencil and napkin set as MLS does? I'm not too sure about that. When I talked to Stephanie, um, and if you want to listen to the full interview, you can go to Soccer Today. Just go to my feed, 24th Minute. I've actually retweeted it several times. Anyway, the whole interview is out there on our YouTube page. Actually, that's the best way to go. YouTube.com slash Sports Podcasting Network. You can listen to the interview in its whole. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, they were caught off guard by the sound of it. And I talked uh, back channel to set the interview up with Tommy Whedlin, which is the he's the technical director of the Foothills and who just got their uh, Canadian Premier League uh, license this week too. So right. he'll be running that team. At any rate, yeah, by the sound of it, 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 it they were caught off guard, but they shouldn't have been. The league should have like you were like I don't understand how the league can see all this press happening with this when it came out and then yeah. does not like call them up and go look we, we won't register. And then they would have saved everyone. Like, I'm still there would have been a fight about it. And that sure. could have been it, too, from the but. league's perspective, is they were, like, hoping that she just wouldn't make the team so they wouldn't have to deal with it. And then once, I'm guessing, once they the register went in, someone in PDL probably complained and didn't want to do it publicly. They probably made enough phone calls to know that. Because why would you do this if you're, if you're USL? And I said this on the show. I don't get it. Like, what the hell are you gaining from this? It's just nothing but bad press. Yeah. So obviously some of their member teams are complaining. I don't know why you would. I guess they might be saying there's two angles you can go with. That A, she's taking a, a development spot because it is a development league from a male player. To which you say, well, there isn't any development options for female players at all. Exactly. And the other one, I guess, would be is maybe they'd say she's an international player playing in a, in a development league that is primarily designed for younger men. But, I mean, it's ridiculous at any rate. And And what really needs to be stated and stressed is that um, she didn't know, or she she doesn't have options here. That's the one thing that people don't don't yeah. really get. She had an NWSL contract, and there there is criticism of her in the women's football world out there that say, well, you should have played in NWSL. There is a significant portion of the female fan base within NWSL that are critical of her for going to play with the men because they feel it's a betrayal of the women's game. Just like when coaches do that and everything else, the same kind of argument you hear against John Herdman. But in her particular case. Just like in MLS, well, not so much anymore, but in the past MLS, she had her rights held by Washington, and then they wouldn't play her, wouldn't trade her, let her rights it's sit just there. Sit there, yeah. And then the trade, like the transfer window, window closed, so she couldn't talk to any other NWSL teams anymore, and she couldn't go to Europe anymore. So the only option she had was to look for something domestically, which would be, if not like the only women's options for her in Canada, would be League One Ontario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, with all due respect to League One Ontario, would be so beneath her at this point. That it would be ridiculous. She wouldn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's the issue that I think people need to realize. And I didn't realize there was much gamesmanship as far as, you know, screwing with her contract and status as it was. I mean, I was more than happy to take it at face value. Quality Canadian keeper, looking to play at home, yada, yada, yada. Sure, I was cool with that. But that, that, that yeah. makes even more sense. And the, there, it was a challenge to her skills, and she answered the question more easily than we would have. We would have were kind of tying herself into knots, trying to say it politely. But the, she said that you know the, the shots come at you faster, yeah. and there's there's more hard shots coming at you more quickly. So she had to adjust her game, but she was, mm-hmm. she figured it out, um, and and that was something that was actually helping her game. But that wasn't primarily why she was doing it. She wasn't trying to move away from the women's game. She just wanted to be at home and wanted to to challenge herself in a different kind of way. She is, by the sound of it, she didn't say the team, but she's. it sounds like she's probably going to, has an opportunity in either England or France that will come through um, in, in the in the fall, well, in the summer when the window opens back up. But in the meantime, she's stuck training with the foothills and maybe getting, well, she's going to play an El Clasico this weekend or last weekend she played. And yeah, she played, play. what, like 10 minutes or something? I don't know, but she'll she'll probably because they're trying to. It's it's a fine line if you're the Cal- foothills because and she is an athlete. Having talked to her, this came out too that she doesn't want to disrupt 
her team. Of like, course now not. She yeah. calls herself, it's, it's her team now, yeah. and those guys are, have accepted her as one of their teams, so she doesn't want to screw their season up yeah. by causing a distraction. They'll probably get her some games, scrimmage games, and you know, probably play like the University of Calgary and stuff like that to, to keep her a little bit sharp until she has the opportunity to go overseas, which is only a couple months now, but, but an unfortunate situation all around. Just yeah, it's it's to me, you know, and, and whether whatever side of this you fall on, whether you know women should play in men's leagues, and it's such a stupid argument. Um, don't get, don't come at me with this whole well, men can play in the women's league then nonsense. Just just don't. It's a classification. It's just like an age classification. Exactly. It, it has to do with genetics, and we should understand this. And yes, you can get into debates about trans athletes. But they're not really relevant to what we're talking about no. here. Um, but again, and I, I just can't stress this enough that the USL, something should have been said two months ago. Um, yeah, in order like, like what, what secret needed to be kept off of that? Yeah. It's, were they really worried about the backlash of, being, of saying no outright early? I think they really thought that the Foothills wouldn't offer a position and that they wouldn't have to say anything so they would not have to that would be the hope, yeah. That if she doesn't get offered the position on the team, then they don't have to be the bad guy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Instead, then, someone should have come to them right away and said, are you guys serious about this? Because this is what's going to happen. Maybe you should rethink this. And they didn't, and they should have. And so now they have screwed up. Uh, they've screwed up a team dynamic. They've screwed up uh, an athlete's career for the next several months. Um, they've you know, brought a lot of unnecessary heat upon themselves. Um, and stirred up, maybe the only good thing is the conversation this is stirred up about um, this sort of thing. But certainly that was not their intent, so you don't get any props for that. Well, here's the other thing, too. USL deserves a lot of criticism here, just not beyond that. And something that got a little bit swept under the rug back a few years ago is when they scrapped the W League, which was exactly the development league for women. For the women, yeah. Which they scrapped it because they were losing money on it, which I understand that you need to make business decisions on occasional, but you could have revamped it in a way that made it more affordable, made it more regional, made it something that doesn't, I mean, it was fairly regional already, but there could have been more things to yeah. do, more things to keep it afloat, I would would think. And this is underlines the, the ultimate problem, uh, other than NWSL, which is really a league which is designed to serve the needs of the national team players of the American team. Yes, with a couple Canadians that benefit, you know, the Christine Sinclairs, the Diana Mathesons, the, the, they benefit from it too peripherally, but it's primarily a, a vehicle to help the women, the U.S. Yep. women. Yep. And that's what it is, and that's what it's always going to be. And until there are teams in Canada or there is a Canadian Premier League for women, this is going to be a, an ongoing issue. Exactly. And it's 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 a frustrating one. And, and, you know, I hope this is a conversation that we continue to have. Um, I don't want this to be the last time we have a discussion about the needs of the women players. Um, Steph, thank you very much for what you're trying to do. And uh, sorry you're getting screwed over, girl. All right. Continuing with the CanCon theme. Mm. A little CPL goodness. Yes. Time, uh, as, as, the, as, the, as the time ticks closer. Um, like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> I told you so. About the Canadian Premier League. I told you all for years and I was called a liar stuff it yeah, I, I never once I'm, would have called anybody a liar over the idea of a Canadian soccer pretty sure yeah, that I'm, wasn't I wasn't that, talking specifically to the people at this table that's I'm just, better I'm okay, just good. good on my own podcast I, I can't be as blunt as but this shove it 
Oh sure. See, this is where this is where everyone this is the podcast everyone Kevin. comes to to actually speak their mind as opposed to being all like politic and yeah. you know yeah, is, official media bullshit on their a, own shows. This is the most unpolished podcast in the entire city. TFC, give us a press pass. Come on, just once. Yeah, we're not gonna use it, but just give it to us. Uh fuck yes we are. Come on, just okay. once. We'll be shrimp, good. Shrimp in the shrimp. Yeah, we'll be get good. the shrimp. We'll get wants, the shrimp to go back. Kristen wants the shrimp. That's what it is. I did that a couple of times a couple of years ago. I'd go to get the food and then I'd go in the stands. I'm not doing it this year, but <laughs> 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 go get the free pop and then wander down in the crowd. <laughs> Honestly, if I thought I could go and do it and just be like a smart ass, like ask no legitimate questions but not getting shit for it, I would do it. I ask very professional questions. Yeah, see, I, 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 I can't. Can't. And I do, do actually put a post game shirt. Great, great, great. Where do you get your shirts? Like that. <laughs> He's a very sharply dressed man. That's what I mean. He is. <laughs> That's what I mean. Um, anyway, so CPL goodness. Oh, um, yeah, back to that. Dwayne told us so. Anyway. I did. He did. It's true. Uh, so a couple sort of things coming out about, about teams. Uh, eight teams are expected for next year uh, Hamilton, Winnipeg, Calgary, Halifax, Ottawa, Edmonton, uh, York, York 9. Um, and then BC, Surrey, question mark. Port City. Port City. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second because what the fuck. Um, my question, my mm-hmm. first question about this, though, and I feel bad for them because they're in the video, Paul. Paul, you put them in the video. Where's Mississauga? How come Mississauga isn't there? I don't think there's any there there. You, 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 put, <laughs> Rob, you put Rob with his scarf in the video. That seems mean. It that does. seems needlessly cruel and getting hopes up. Rob needs we love to. you, Paul. It's true. Please come back on the show. Please. Please. I would love for there to be a team in Mississauga, but I don't think there's any interest in it at the moment from an ownership perspective is yeah. the problem. And I mean, they need a stadium. They need a stadium space. You need someone with enough money to want to put a team there. And with all due respect to Mississauga and the people behind the Saga City initiative, it, it, it's not a region that has a great history of supporting local teams. Fair. The OHL teams have been named 16 different things and yep. still draw peanuts. So. Yep, and, and that is the thing right there. Um, all right, so the, uh, the CPL and Canada Soccer had their AGM in Yellowknife, mm. the hotbed. Hotbed. There was a uh, for the soccer. In none of it, there was a, a team that represented none of in it. Futsal, in futsal, and they futsal. did very well. Yes, it was the first time ever. So it was the first time ever, and that was they were they. they Which were, I know isn't Yellowknife. We're naming an entirely different territory. Yeah, and entirely <laughs> more remote. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it costs a lot to live there, but so good for you guys. Um, no, so at the AGM, uh, four teams officially announced, although the official, official launch of one of those teams is this Thursday. Uh, so Halifax, uh, Hamilton, those two we knew, York 9, and Port City. Still not naming the actual city. Have you been to Surrey? Yes. <laughs> Would you name it? No, but if you want the rest of the country to have a fucking clue and you don't want to piss off the people in BC who would never call Surrey Port City, then you've got to figure something else out around that. I think that they're they're trying to purposely avoid calling it Surrey so that they can ha- or Vancouver yeah. so that they can draw from the entire lower mainland is probably what this is about. But yeah, yes, it's a marketing thing more than a Although I got you a better name What's for you. Starts with an eight, ends with a six, 
add an ers on it. I know. You really want the 86ers, I know. Well, they were the most dominant team in the 86ers. Said it. Still bigger. Anyway. That's a lot of losses and championships consecutively. I just want to throw in. But this is exciting. You know, these are some of the things that we've been waiting for is who are the teams and what's going on and blah, 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 blah. What's the structure? Like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So the fact that teams are being announced, uh, we did a, a fairly thorough York 9 dissection recently. It was delightful. Thank you again. What's the worst name, York 9 or Port City? York 9. York 9. York 9, because especially since the 9's attached to the York. Yeah. Yeah. There's the lack of space really just yeah. puts it over the edge. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just what the fuck? Yeah. And no one gets to wear number nine, like, ever. That's just. I think they should be the York Dynamics. They should hire. You are allowed to wear number nine if your last name's York. Ooh, there you Tell go. Tell me that shirt wouldn't sell. I would buy that shirt. Yeah, there you I, go. I, I think so little of this name anyway. Yeah. I have concerns about the York 9's feasibility. I will go to the launch. The launch is on Thursday, so. Yep. And uh, the stadium plans, as, as again, as oh, we Oh, the stadium's beautiful, yeah. Look please, amazing. Please let that happen. I know. Like, I, it's... Well, it's a builder. They, it's owned by a Canada's home, largest yeah. builder, so. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks, like, it just looks, it looks so pretty. And 15,000, again, we said this the last time. They could play, that's, without CONCACAF League of Nations, they could play national team games at a 15,000-seat stadium. Yeah. Mm. But when you're playing, like, St. Kitts of Nevis of Villa, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Dominion National. Oh, I'm trying to make a joke, and I'm not. I'm not succeeding. No, just it's okay. Edit well, that out. Going for it, though. I yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Just die on that hill, right they're there. They're playing St. Kitts and Nevis, and only Nevis shows up. Yeah. There they you up go. There. Yeah. 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 But it looks. It does. It looks beautiful. Um, and if they can pull that stadium off, then yes, please. Like I, I will find a way to go to games there. Although because it is in the middle of nowhere. It is in the middle of nowhere. Um, but it's so pretty looking on paper. Um. So this is, you know, this is exciting. This is momentum to the things that we want. We want to know what the teams are. Um, so now that they are planning on doing like official announcements, launches fairly rapidly is the is my understanding. Um, you know, then hopefully after that we'll start getting some information, uh, league structure, salaries, all those things. Other than the speculation that gets bandied about and the stuff that gets whispered about behind uh, closed doors or uh, off mic. So, well, we're 11 months away from this damn thing. Exactly. Kicking the ball in anger. We, we've so. got to know soon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, There's also tickets soon. Yes. Tickets. I do have a question, though. And it's in the rundown. Why, why is the AGM in Yellowknife? Because they rotate them around. Yellowknife? Like to all the capitals of every province? Is that the whole Pretty point much, of this? Yeah. Because the Northwest Territories Soccer Association's turn was to host it. <laughs> it's not just, a, it's not a game Premier League meeting. It's a, oh, I'd love a Yellowknife team. That'd be hilarious. I mean, oh Yellowknife's only like 20,000 people, oh, but. Way day. <laughs> <laughs> way day in Yellowknife. Like, tell me, it, like anybody who's half considers themselves a soccer supporter would love to go the away day of their, their team to Yellowknife. You have to play the national team games against Mexico up there. Yes. Yes. I'm all for it. That would I, be. I just figured, that, I figured the only reason why it was in Yellowknife because the Calgary was double booked for National Cheese Council and the North by North Music Festival. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. North by really North. Yeah. <laughs> Originally the joke was North, North by North, North. Thought, That's too much. <laughs> let's, just, let's just pull it back. That's for alert. Alert FC. Alert, yes. <laughs> okay. 
Alert is a city on the top of the world, basically. Yep. It's a military base. I think there's like 200 people live there, but yeah. That's a windy. Yeah. They'd have a hell of a home advantage. Oh my God, that'd be so much fun. Yeah. Um, Hard to attract players up there. You wouldn't need some good... (laughs) I mean, where? (laughs) Okay, first off, call my agent and fire him. (laughs) They'd have to pay him triple, and that's because double is the cost of living, so... I was offered a job in Yellowknife once. Speaking of which, yeah, really, I, they they only offered to pay me around fifty thousand for a job that would have paid about thirty thousand here. I was in my twenties, mm-hmm. and even then, it was like, hey, I can't for that because it's groceries are like you know twenty dollars for a. Well, like I said, my my brother milk. worked and lived in Nunavut for like two years, um, getting money to move to Australia to become a citizen there, and you know the stuff he would tell me, I'm just like, I'm sorry, you're paying how much for milk? Well. Like, sorry, for, for what size of milk? Like, and, and I get it. Like, it's, um, it's tough. It's, it's, and, you know, it's remote and you've got to, like, but still. Most people have family that just ships some care packages. Exactly. North, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, all right. So, no, I was hoping for more silly answers to the AGM well knife, but that's all right. Oh, north sorry, you by North Music Festival. There we go. Thank you, Marcus. Just I missed it the first time. I apologize. Oh, you did miss it. Legit? That was good. I was being literal. Sorry. It's okay. It's it's when I, uh, um, it's when I uh, don't indicate. Be silly that everyone takes me literally. Um, I know. There, there should be like a smiley emoji. We did have a conversation that. about uh, the possibility of alert having a team in the Canadian Premier League. That's no. He's got a point. That is true. That you're was, right. That's you're right. Okay. Right there. All right. All right. That's good. This is the place where we put MLS wins and losses, but uh, there won't be an MLS wins and losses this week because I'm sorry, I ran out of time on Sunday. No, 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 it's Duncan's fault. The Whitecaps lost. How dare you go on vacation, Duncan? Ten men, Minnesota. How do you lose against ten men, Minnesota? There's wins and losses. The Whitecaps, eh? (laughs) Did you know that we won against Vancouver? We only had ten men. Hello, bubbles. Swish, swish. There we go. <laughs> I'm so happy. Da, 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 da. Oh my go. God, am I Kristen in this one? <laughs> or Mike Duncan? I don't know how this works. <laughs> You're doing the theme song. You're just... This has been MLS Wins and Losses. I don't have a sound effect for that. Bubbles away. I uh, just you know go on the MLS website, but yeah, that was delightful. Um, also, was delightful was, and I rarely say this about a Red Bulls match because I don't like them. I don't like any team from New York, but well, the dismantling of City Light was. Mm. Sorry, Pizza Rats. Sorry, not sorry. Get a real stadium. That's a good point. Historic Yankee Stadium. The parking lot Babe Ruth stood on. Yep. <laughs> True. True. All right. Well, next up on the show then is our preview of this Wednesday's match 
against the Sounders. Ow. Pew, pew. Sounding enthusiasts are coming to town. Bing. <laughs> it's the rematch. Is everyone ready to rumble? Thriller on the hiller. I don't know. Watch out for the talent club. Um, so, yes, this is the first game that uh, the two MLS Cup combatants from the last two years will have played this season. I don't think it's going to be three. Between the two of them? No. I, I do not think it's going to be Seattle versus Toronto part three. You don't, think Seattle can co- you don't think Seattle can I come back from this start? I was shocked it was part two. Let's be honest. Yeah. It, I could see one of the two, probably the one in red, pulling themselves back up. Not too sure about the Rave Green. And I did pick the Rave Green out of the playoffs at the start of the year. I, because they seem like they're ready to go. One can only hope. They did have that one you know, skill competition win, though, which they can always hold on to forever. Yeah, well. So Seattle are not looking very good this year. And everyone says, oh, they do this every year. They start slow, blah, 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 blah. Um, they do is, start slow every year, well, at least recently. But this, yeah, is, this is kind of different. This is slow. This is very slow. And, um, you know, yes, you know what? You can talk about, sure, they've had injuries. Every team's had injuries. Have you met TFC? Um, it's. Uh, they're overly reliant. Yeah, they're overly reliant on an on old. On like two players. An old DP in Dempsey and a young kid that they're way overpaying in, in Morris, who's out for the year. It, they lost their speed there. Exactly. Um, their back line is decent in terms of uh, Marshall, but in, you know, the greatest MLS defender of all time, maybe in terms of his MLS yeah. career, but overall, sure. Still Does that still make him the greatest defender right now? No. Yeah. You know, but one of the really telling stats for them is that they have scored five goals. All yeah. five of them, huh? Five goals all season long. And, you know, even, even the mighty DC United have scored more goals than that. Um, and, in the, and in the same number of games, um, you know, so, yes, they've let in more goals, but they've scored more goals. Uh, so they are not doing well, um, which, of course, means, you know, they'll probably win on Wednesday, but no. It's, um, you know, it's a, it's a quick-ish turnaround, but, you know, the last TFC game was, was Friday night, so they had... You know, a couple of days off to chill, do family things, push babies around in prams. Yes, Gregory Vanderweel, we follow you on Instagram. Um, oh. And uh, Chris Mufinga. No, they're delightful, actually. But, um, you know, practice today. I did not get a chance to review injury report. Uh, Mavinga is... Mavinga and Morrow and uh, Hagland are reintegrating back in training, and Vanny believes that they have a quote-unquote good chance to participate in one of the two games this week. Well, why would you want them to participate well, on the shitty turf that is the T-Terrorists, and why would you want them to play against Seattle? Well, I don't know. They want to get wins. They need wins. That's true. They need six points. I mean, I could do. I could give the math, which I hashtag math again. Um, if they play at the same points per game as last year, um, which they were two, around two, yep. uh, they will finish with sixty points, which would actually put them in contention for the shield. But they need to start winning to yes, have a chance to do that. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so it's Wednesday night game. Uh, Seven thirty is the start, and the weather looks great at the moment. <laughs> That's why I said at the moment. 
which means I it. around six o'clock it. on Wednesday. Hailstorm. Hailstorm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. That's, I got hit by a light. I was walking through Liberty Village on on the you got going hit by the lightning? game. No, not lightning. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say what? I watched the Benjamin Button movie the uh, other day, and the guy that got hit by lightning seven times. So anyway, no, but you know, on Liberty Village, they have those light standards that they're big globes. Yeah. One of them flew off, and it was on the ground. And I walked past it. And I'm like, that's hey, fine. And then I was walking, do 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 do, and all of a sudden the thing fucking hit me in the ass. Boom! Flew up. Got knocked by a light stand. True story. I, tr- I look a trooper that I am, a professional that I am. I got to that stadium. I'm getting excited here. And uh, that's me hitting my ass. See, worth the five bucks this week, isn't it? <laughs> Video podcast. Video podcast. Yes. <laughs> Did we ever say how much we were charging for the video podcast? We just been joking that we do charge one. Yeah, yeah. I, $5 seems reasonable. Also, Five bucks the, a month. The animated just that Patreon account. That Patreon's getting launched any day now. Worth it. Video podcast. <laughs> Jeez. Good God. Thanks. You'll never get that out of your mind. No. No, thank you. That's no. fantastic. Self-flagellation. Um, <laughs> the only drinking the Diet Pepsi tonight, too. Woo. All right. So, player to watch for this one, then. Uh, for Seattle? Mm-hmm. Dempsey. Because... He's watchable, even though he's detestable. Um, is he the most hated player in the league? He's For no- right fucking up there. He's, yeah, he's in my top, he's, uh, he's, top he's, five anyway. Uh, probably not. Top three for me, list, actually. He might be the most hated player I, by me. I, I put down Clint Dempsey because he's the worst. That is why he is my player to watch. Yeah, I, he, there's a lot of USMT USMNT fans out there that probably accept him a little bit more than, than yeah. we will. We don't have that. It's the same. It's the reverse as Bradley and Josie. They hate those guys because they're frustrated and want to rage against something. Uh, and they play in Canada, so it's easy for them. Whereas we go, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And it's the same. We don't have that affection that holds us that way. We don't have any passion oh, around the USMNT. He's, he's a dirty player. He's a douchebag. He's, he's a, a shit rapper. rapper. Jesus Christ, he's terrible. He calls himself Deuce. Deuce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's layers. <laughs> it's just, it's all, it's all bad, all of it, all of it. Saying about a sharp knife that comes to mind, but at any rate, yeah. So I, I've got Will Bruin, Rauer. Okay, yeah. Rauer. He's got three. He's got three goals. Yeah, I know. But also, like there's the sixty percent of the team's output, which is, which is Golden Boot level, really. When yeah. you think mm-hmm. of it, but uh, Dempsey for the laws. Uh, is, yeah. is uh, yeah. to watch because I hope he Rips fails yeah. and is terrible, and somebody takes a couple uh, takes a couple uh, kicks out of him. Yeah. How nice. many DPS can you remember to get get as many cards as many red cards as Dempsey? It's, it's rare because usually they do. Referees are kind of reluctant to pull the red out for a but guy. But he's who's a star. such an asshole. He they the have book, no choice. The book out of their exactly. Ones. How is he not suspended for so long for that shit? We got a long U.S. because that was a U.S. Open Cup game. That's why. But Doesn't yeah, matter. It's fucking worst. You got. A year suspension from the U.S. Open Cup or something for that. And I honestly, I do not care wow, that he played for Spurs. I hated him yeah. when he played for Spurs. I was delighted when he went to play for Fulham. Get him say, the fuck Fulham player. out of he Spurs. A, actually, he was an okay player at Fulham. He was. No, no. Oh, no, he was decent at Fulham. For yeah. sure. He was. But, like, also not nearly as punchable. 
Well, yeah, but I, I but people will give yeah, me that, that as pushback. Too. Oh, Kristen Spurs, and I'm like, fuck him. I can't fucking stand him. I don't it's, fucking care. You no, know I was played for Spurs. Movie, but Jermaine yeah, Defoe. Love Jermaine Defoe. Okay. Yeah, that's he never going away. But I've, I've had this argument. You listen to my show. You know my reasonings. It's fine. I've, I've feel the ways similar ways about Slatin. So I don't hate Slatin. I, ju- I hate the punchable. circus. Yeah, he's just he's just a punchable human, amazing goal scorer, punchable human being. He's yeah. actually really crappy in terms of how he's playing right now. He's hurting LA, but that's a different topic for a different day, probably. That is true. All right, um, vain tactics for this one. I, you know, we were talking. You were talking about the integrating some of the new players. For me. I say stick with the same 11 as you did Saturday for a couple reasons. Um, you know, Akeche actually had a good showing, showed himself willing to play defense. Uh, Hassler considers to have good, can, continues to have good games. And that defense, uh, makeshift-ish as it is, to my mind, is set up to do well against uh, Seattle's attack, Will Bruin notwithstanding. And Will Bruin playing for Seattle is the one thing. It actually worries me more than any other player. Yes, Dempsey's my player to watch because he's a douchebag. Um, Will Bruin would be my player to watch in terms of scoring goals because douchebag. Oh, very nice, very nice. Um, if I go back through my old uh, match previews, anytime I was talking about a game in which Will Bruin was involved, uh, I, or match reports afterwards, it was usually previous. Mark Will Bruin, Mark Will Bruin. Match report. Why the fuck didn't you Mark Will Bruin? Um, it's because they were terrible defensively. They like, were. Like, just horrifically but defensively. he is one of those players that likes to score against TFC. So that's my only concern in, in the defense still being set up the way it is. But, you know, Michael Bradley's going to be there. That makes me feel slightly better. Um, Michael I, Bradley has a future as a center half. He's he's going to retire as a center. He's oh, hundred percent. You know, he's been. He's going to play another six years. He's oh yeah. Probably four of them at the back. He's been impressive as hell. And you know what? Honestly, it suits his game. It suits his vision of the field. Um, well, as he slows down, right? He's yeah. going to be, and he is. I mean, people will give him. The Americans think he gives the ball up a lot. That doesn't bear actual evidence. You don't does he doesn't. I um, mean, you know, he passes the ball with a high percentage. He doesn't have a lot of takeaways, giveaways, but. Yeah, uh, he's he's been interesting to see back there, and I could see them making that move permanently, not necessarily this year, but within a couple of years. Yeah. Certainly he's a capable backup the rest of the way, for sure. They're not going to rush those guys back until they're ready. Exactly. And I don't, and I don't, and I don't think they have to. Um, and I don't think they have to in this game, and I don't necessarily think they have to against the T-Terrorists either. So. Well, Mavinga is the one they need to get back. But cause, yes. Because he could have been defender of the year had he had stayed healthy. 100%. Mm-hmm. Because he was, yeah. Oh, he he's, just, the he's guy de- getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And he's delightful. Oh, he's amazing. All right, question. Go on. Who gets carded first? Clint Dempsey or Alonzo? Uh, so, Alonzo. It's probably Alonzo. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Alonzo just based on who's, who he's going to run into. That's he's going to be, yeah. I'm thinking match. And Dempsey could yell at someone or something. But, yeah, no, in terms of... Being, being a, a, forward, being I don't a dirty player. Seattle, for, we all know when Seattle plays at BMO Field, they don't get the ball to their forwards ever. So exactly. how is he even going to be in the play? Yeah. Um, and, and this is this is the other reason why I I was saying that Vanny should stick with the eleven from you know the, the, just stick with the eleven you're running with right now is why risk your returning players against the Thugs from Seattle. Because it's never a clean game. 
you've got two of the dirtiest players in the league who will not hesitate to, you know, be themselves. Mm-hmm. No. I think he just plays the strongest lineup. I, you, you look at the two games, and I said six points is needed. Six points isn't needed. If I do my math, four points is. Four points will be two points per game. Yep. So you try and get the draw in New England. You try and get the win at home. That's, yeah. in, you know, a natural thing to do, and you hope you might be able to nick something in, in New England. But, yeah, so you play your strongest lineup. That's basically the tactics at this point. They're, they dug, it's like almost I think they relish the hole that they dug, to be honest, from talking to them. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, Backs against the wall now, blah, 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 all to play for. Now they're the underdogs. Well, they're going to say that they're not, you know, well, we're not worried about the top of the East. We're not worried about the Shield. Bullshit. They are. Nice. Yep. Nice. I still think they can get all of it. So. Yeah. All right. Predictions? Hmm. Uh, 2-0 Toronto. Oh. Yeah, it's... I'm, I, I support Dwayne on this. I'm two going 2-1. Okay. Will what be day? It means you're going to get a shot on goal. I know. Wow. Okay. Own goal. It's probably an own goal. Yeah. Bradley's fault. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Still has a... And still manages to have a really good game. <laughs> All right, now time for a little TFC talk. Where we talk about TFC. Uh, we have not one but two merch things to discuss. Uh, I know this is very weird. First up, uh, Seba, talk about his merch. Talk about his contract a little bit. Uh, first up, uh, do you need some new TFC merch? Because um, of course you don't. Yeah. Uh, TFC uh, fans started a, a hashtag and yes we all collectively started this hashtag the seba doing seba things um sorry seba don't think that it was you but if it was and you started it first then hats off literally because now you're selling hats uh, hey. we're sure there's more to come right now it's just limited edition hats and friend of the pod dj fuzzboy hi aaron managed hey. to get his hat on limited edition hat number zero zero one. Oh wow which he will never wear, and then he went and ordered another one, so he has one to wear. Because Aaron, Aaron, has more money than you've brands. got a baby coming. <laughs> Lisa, stop him. Stop him from doing this all the time. Yeah. Uh, people, I thought I had a problem. People who sell TFC merch, uh, at, at DJ Fuzzboy on the Twitters, if uh, he has absolutely no willpower when it comes to TFC merch. Um, anyway, so it's got... You know, there was a commercial. You can watch the commercial he did. Stylized soccer ball thing. Anyway, whatever. So I'm sure there'll be more merch coming. Uh, there's still, you know, Seba contract chatter going on. Um, as in, he hasn't signed a new one yet. This is his final year, so. You, you seem pretty confident about that. I'm, no, it, it is. Uh, standard for this to be this long. But at any rate, nah, he'll resign with TFC. Why wouldn't he? Unless they feel that this is time to move on. He doesn't have better options. He's not going to get more money elsewhere. But would he take less money? 
he's not going to get back in the national team picture. So there's really no reason for him to go back to Italy unless he's really homesick or something. And we don't get that sense from him. Um, he's trying to sell merchandise here, which suggests to me that he's seeing this as an opportunity as this is his market. He's going to have a, a much greater, you know, post career sort of earning opportunity here than anywhere else. Um, they'll hire him as an ambassador or something, you know, while MLSE does stuff like that. It's, it really, unless again, his play drops off considerably. And what I saw from last week doesn't suggest it's going to, he'll probably sign another two year contract or so here. And for around the same money and MLSE can afford that it's pennies to them. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. Say well, lots of opportunity for him to, to continue and do other things on the side. He's, you know, he's on the wrong side of 30 now. Uh, the Italian national team was never going to look at him anyway, because they're, stubborn about who they look at yep and yeah so there's no reason for him to go back where else is he going to challenge himself i guess he'd go to china or something but you know well i think that was maybe like the only thing we sort of seriously foresaw in terms of um getting money yeah there's that's that china thing though too is there's more and more more and more players are, are not going that route now because they're seeing other players go over there and not have it turn out to be the way that they expected it. They're either not getting the money that they were told or it's delayed or the living experience is just so far removed from what they're used to that they just, yeah. Yeah. I think they've even changed their rules mid-season to yeah. how many players you can have, how much you can even pay them. So, And that would have been effective immediately because China. So, right. Yeah. Too bad, yeah. so sad. Yeah. All right. Then moving on, oh. it's time for TFC merch. TFC merch? TFC, TFC merch? No, where, where? Call, call. Oh, so. Okay, maybe that is a thing. Yeah, so it's 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 Sounds like familiar. the old days when MLSE wanted to wring every extra dollar out of TFC fans. Where no price ceiling was too high. And Well, enter the Reigning Champ merch. So if you go to their website com. Uh, the latest clothing partnership with Toronto FC because uh, Franklin and Oak weren't getting any play. Uh, well, Oak was, but nice Franklin was very, they made nice ni- scarves. Very they nice scarves. Like, they were nice. Stylish, if you like a stylish, scarf. fashionable scarf. I can't. I, I'm not, it's, it's not my football scarf. As, not yeah, one little bit. I hate on him for not being a football scarf. It was a nice It was a very scarf, scarf exactly, yeah. which we said and we'll continue to see. Uh, so the Lades Clothing Partnership sees the, uh, the usual outrageous prices. Mm. $85. For a white t-shirt. For a white t-shirt. Of Seriously. Course. A white T-shirt. Who was it that sold the like hundred dollar plain white T-shirt? It was one of the an artist of some kind. Oh, um, it was literally a plain white T-shirt. It wasn't. And when I say literally, I don't mean figuratively. I mean literally. Uh, No, for once it wasn't Drake. Okay. Um, Was it the the band Plain White Tees? It sounds like something they might do. No, I don't think they. No, doesn't so much matter. But this is what I first thing I thought of when I when I saw this. Um, The hoodie is one hundred and fifty five dollars. It was one hundred and eighty five dollars, wasn't it? Oh, then maybe the price came down. Hmm. Um, Now, for me, which is what is terrifying is if you go to their website and see how much of the four MLS champion items, because they're not strictly it's not strictly a TFC partnership. It's a it's a Vancouver company. It's a Vancouver company. Um, You know they. It's not like they have champions to talk about out in yeah, Vancouver, so, so are they. Um, but how much of this stuff is already currently sold out? People, stop it! 
Just stop. Just encouraging them. Seriously. Do you really think that somebody who bought that would be listening to No, no. Actually, I, I know of one person who would buy that that does listen to this show occasionally. Hi, Jen. Jen, don't you dare. It doesn't have a deep V. You don't want it. Um, Outed. So... No, she's fine. She hardly ever listens. Um, hi, Jen. She but she knows hear? I'm on. Oh. How can she, Jen not listen to stuff that yeah, I'm on? Exactly, because she has other. She has a life, Dwayne. That's I'm going, why. I'm going to the game with Jen on Wednesday. So there you go. Hi, Jen. You're not going to sit in the press box on Wednesday? I told her that I might leave early <laughs> to go out to the press box, but I'm going to go to the start of the game with her. Anyway. Um, Jen and I have a history. It's fine. <laughs> so, so TFC, of course, did this huge marketing push. For this, for this merchandise, you know, all over their Instagram feed, all over their Twitter feed, the players were doing it as well because the players are all in it, mm-hmm. and it's just. See, okay, I have some insight on this this company. This Let's... is Dwayne's Fashion. I'm currently dating a fashion blogger too, so. Um, anyway, it, it's apparently this is a high end. Like, it is. That is their high end athletic gear. Yeah, and they're very popular with kids. And by happenstance, there was a pop up shop. In Queen West Queen West this week, which probably isn't happenstance, they probably had some kind of tie-in because they had the partnership with TFC, and the lineup to get into this damn thing was around the corner. Is that the lineup you tweeted? Is yeah. that what you were tweeting? Yeah, oh my that God. was their pop-up shop, and it, so obviously, and they were all like 22 that everyone was in line, so we're breaking. No one here is 22, mm. so we're not exactly the target audience. So yeah, yeah and 22-year-olds that live at home. And have decent jobs. We'll drop one hundred and eighty-five dollars, one hundred and ninety dollars on a hoodie, or eighty-five dollars on a T-shirt if it's if it's uh, stylish or if it's, it looks good. That's that terrifying. And I mean, apparently, it is handmade of some kind or handwoven or something like that. Forgive me, I'm losing my fashion IQ here now as I wear my monogrammed Manchester City hoodie. Um, anyway, yeah. Thank you, the manager. Got the DR on the top there. Championing. Um, yeah. So apparently it's fashionable. But still, it's... So I don't know how much TFC is actually making on this. I think it's more of an association play for them to be... Oh, I don't think they made anything off the Franklin and Oak thing yeah, much either. Yeah, association. They want yeah. to be high-end stuff, and they want to appeal to a certain demographic. Um, oh, good. Let's have more... 22, yeah. That's exactly... Don't be ageist, doing. Kristen. Don't be ageist. Back well, it's not, yeah, there can be true fans there, but what you're pushing back against are... Um, tourists yes. that are yes. the people that go to uh, go to the FC game, um, you know, big FC game. And use that chant. Yeah, so here you are. Oh, by the way, thank you, uh, LAFC supporter groups, um, for your efforts. I know it's totally off topic, but um, really well done on the on the weekend. Uh, the video um, from your Latino community was amazing. Um, the event, the uh, attempts on the field to quell it before the match started. Um, just bravo. Really, really pleased. Uh, MLS, step your fucking game up and make this a league-wide educational initiative, you cowardly fucks. Grow a ball. Just one. They're worried about pushback from the Latin community. I don't fucking care. No, it's because the, they will argue that the word doesn't mean what we think it means. But Except for that it does. Uh-huh. Anyway. anyway, sorry. Sorry, a little off topic there, but uh, it all made sense. All right. Well, none of us are buying $85 t-shirts. Aaron, don't click, just don't click buy. Just don't, just Aaron, step away from the computer. Um, 
But one last thing for TFC talk mm-hmm. is a uh, little TFC. Where are they now? 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 Gabe Gala. Go, Christmas. All right. So from the 2007 <sighs> TFC roster, Lombardo. This forward um, had six appearances with Toronto FC, scoring one goal. Uh, Ali Yeah, Lombardo played more. No, Gerba was doing wait. Started, um, was traded late May. Escobar. To, sorry, who? Um, Ale- 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 yeah. yeah. Escadarian. Escadarian. Yes. Oh. oh, for fuck's sakes. Oh. One of their worst trades of all time. Traded to RSL for who? Jeff fucking Cunningham. Oh, the Jeff fucking Cunningham. Yes. But up until coming to TFC and until his trade, uh, you know, started with DC United, had a brilliant four years with them. Um, And now is the assistant coach of the New York Cosmos. There you go. And also coaches. The the one in the... Premier League of America one? Or? Yeah, that one. Okay. Um, and is the head coach for their reserve team, the New York Cosmos B. Which Ooh. is the only New York Cosmos at the moment. Yes. Cosmos for CPL. You going to tell us about that? Huh? Yeah, yeah. That they did actually reach they out. They did. I, that doesn't surprise yeah, me. I, I would guess that the around this table right now, there is more knowledge of the New York Cosmos than anywhere else in the city of Toronto. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, in general, all time or just current? Current for sure, for absolutely current. The, oh, the current New York Cosmos. There is no doubt that there is more collective knowledge of, of the current New York Cosmos right here than than anywhere else probably. in the city combined. Probably, I I appreciate that you think that one tiny nugget I have would contribute to this pile. I, think. I have spoken to people on the New York Cosmos, not currently because they play in a pub league, basically. Yes, but, yeah. but still, you have, and uh, you it's, might again. Who knows? It's an advanced semi-pro men's league. <laughs> I knew what you meant. If you change your mind, take a chance on the first thing in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go, when you're feeling down. If you're all alone, when the breathing birds have flown. All right, well, lastly on this week's show is TFC's second game of the week. It's time to play the T-Terrorists hey. on the pitch that broke Danny Kuferman's. Broke our hearts. Seriously. <laughs> um, so, yes. <laughs> Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I was going to do backing. Okay, I yeah. You, I, I had you. That we, now I've sung on the, on the podcast again. Again, and spontaneously, too. He clearly doesn't like to sing, but he comes on here and he just he bursts into song uh, because this is a safe space at Vocal Minority. Um, I'm 10 minutes away from ABBA's greatest hits. No dancing queen. They, they reformed. They reformed. reforming. I know. Hardly. I know. It's so great. I'm going to Stockholm. It's so great. Uh, so, yes, on the weekend, Toronto do head to Foxy Foxborough 
to take on the Lee Winless T-Terrorists. Because they haven't won or because he's left? Because he's left, because they've actually They're actually won. doing okay. They actually are. Um they are well. They're doing uh, mediocre, which is yeah. what they are. But yeah, but they're above. They're above the line, um, just barely. But they are above the line, and uh, you know, positive goal differential. There they go, and uh, all, all those things are all good. It's you know what games against New England in New England are generally terrible. Terrible. They're terrible to watch. Soul terrible sucking. things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're fraught with frustration for TFC fans just because. Terrible things happen, and there's terrible games. But uh, we'll watch anyway. I think Houston's the only place they've won less at. They've never won at the new Houston Stadium. I know. TFC. It's I think maddening. I think they've only won once in New England. I'm trying to get the history in my mind. It's not very good. The worst thing about the T-Terrorists right now, the worst thing about them, is guess who their leading scorer I is? I saw it. It's a teal? Yes. Seriously. Face. It's the color. It's the color. Mm. His father's lovely. His father His is father's so legend. lovely. Yeah. Truly. What happened? We t- Amazing footballer. Terrible father. There we go. There it is. That's that's how it all happened. Sorry, um, he didn't deserve that. There goes my, my interviews with, uh, no, with no, Alex. You didn't no, say it. Alex you didn't say it. That. I Alex, apologize, Alex, Alex. He didn't mean it. As, he just gets. As somebody who looked up to you as a child. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Yeah, for sure. Should have qualified in 98. Oh. Qualified in 98. Yeah. Still. Oh, still anyway, heartbreaking. Leading scorer in CONCACAF in the semifinal round. We could have Dwayne Talk's old Canada games now. That would be an amazing, depressing podcast. Um, what it would be. You know, and, you know, the T-Terrorists also have Andrew Farrell, which, you know, if you pay attention to the draft... I wanted it. I admit. I know that. No, no, no. This was, this was not a... This was a... How many TFC fans would wanted Andrew Farrell in that draft? All of them. Like everybody, hands we up. We needed a fullback. We need a. We need. Well, he was more of a fullback, but that's but why he was kind of exactly. Yeah. Who did well, we get instead? I don't remember. Christ, who knows? Exactly. Probably, is that Becker? I don't know. Was Maybe. that the year we wasted them all? Oh, and what's his face? Kevin uh, Payne. No, 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 no. Uh, Becker um, is. Um, 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 um. Who was the it, art it, kid? Emery Emery Welshman. Emery. There's a third guy too. I forgot. It's the draft. That was the last draft I think I paid attention to in any real way. Hey. I used to do live shows during them, which I, I remember you did that. And we used to we used to do whole things on it. Anyway, so um, you know it. The 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 Rev actually have a solid team, um, even without Lee Wen, uh, who we will talk about in a minute. But um, you yeah. know. Kellen Rowe, Brad Knighton, Zachary Hervio, uh, Hervio, sorry, Andrew Farrell, Fagundes, sorry, Mark. Your mouth. Um, you know, even their backup keeper. You know, Cody Cropper is a solid backup keeper. Sort of one of those ones who's been mi- who's being mired now. What they are is an, an MLS 2.0 team. I call them. So they they don't have that like three, four star game breakers like the top teams do. They're just a solid team down the spine. Exactly. It'll be like around the playoff bubble. And then, of course, they decided to go with the celebrity coach choice this year. Sorry, Brad. You know what? And, and I, no, Brad Friel's easy to make fun of. And I loved him at Spurs. Brad, I, I still miss you at Spurs. You were delightful. Um, it was wonderful to watch you play well into your twilight years. Um, Hugo's a better keeper. He just is. He just is. Um, but it is still, to me, a curious choice by the Revs to have him as coach. 
Well, especially um, when there were the options that were out there, there were exactly you, like Mark DeSantos, for instance. Uh, yeah. we have a Canadian bias against it, but I or for him, I should say. But but yeah. we're not wrong. Yeah. We're not nope. wrong. However, it does afford us delightful moments for podcasters. So thanks, Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. This it's it's impossible. I hate predicting games in 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 uh, in New England. So let's get into a couple different things before we do our predictions. So Lee Wynn finally set free after being uh, basically kept in limbo with a contract dispute uh, with the Rev uh, since the off season, and uh, is now you know was a literally seconds before midnight uh, transfer day Tam trade to LAFC. You said. Zombie Chivas guy, yeah. He is zombie with Zombie Chivas now. Uh, is this a better fit for him? Ah, who knows with Lee Wen. He's a good, talented player that has a bit of, of personality issues at times, I think is the polite way to put it. Um, yeah. He looks a little pudgy now, too. Like, he looks soft. I don't well, know what... he, I don't think he's had, he hasn't played much. I'm not sure what he's been doing in training. Like I'm pretending to poke <laughs> him right now. Yeah. It's like the Pillsbury. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Um, boop, boop. But you know what? I'm missing I, the gold in the video podcast, people. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've always Dwayne does foley and self-flagellation. Um, we're not even doing a we're not even doing a fundraising drive. This exactly. is crazy. This He's is just crazy. giving this away. Um, I, I've always really liked him. Actually, it was it was sort of like the thing I both loved and hated about watching the Rev was that if he was playing against TFC, I knew he was going to do something terrible, but otherwise I just really enjoyed watching him play because he is a talented player. And he's, he's also a, the guy that tweeted a homophobic slur on Twitter and got himself traded out of Vancouver. So it's, Oh, I missed that completely. Yeah. That's why he was traded from Vancouver before he played. Oh, oh see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Now wow. you do. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. That, that he went down a couple notches right there. Yeah. Several notches, all the notches maybe. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so, you know, I, I, LAFC have been on a astonishingly good run of form. It's because the West is awful, but it, yes. That's true. But, you know, their road form is annoying. Basically, they're this year's Atlanta. It's really irritating. And uh, They're coming to town soon, aren't they? Uh, no, not no. till the fall. Oh, never mind. Both LA teams... In September, we got two LA teams. Wow! Yeah, one week Jeez. after the next. Yeah, wow! I know. Champions I know. have its benefits, I guess. Privilege, finally. Yeah, <laughs> finally. I know. We actually finally get LA teams here. I know. Who knew? Might Who sell knew? my Zoltan tickets. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> we've we've discussed this. Yes, <laughs> planning on it. Money making initiative. <laughs> That's how I, we're going to pay for the, like, the the hosting fees for I the next I usually 10 don't years. justify scalping of tickets, but in this case, I'll make an exception. Yes, yeah, very much. I'm just looking at it from the point of view is how much are they going to charge me for the third MLS Cup at home? I mean. Sorry. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, Forward thinking. Yeah, you know what? Like, LAFC have a solid team already, um, and it'll be interesting to see where he slots in in all of this. Um. Came off the bench in the, his debut. I watched that game on the weekend. Um, they have a lot of midfielders at LAFC, and they yeah. have a couple it, others coming in. And that's kind of the thing. It's like there's a lot. That's why I'm curious to see sort of what gets moved around for him instead. Um, but anyway, that's uh, you're free, Lee. Uh, free, Lee, free. And good luck. Yeah. Mm. Except for against us. True. Um 
Which well, he's out in the West now. I've watched the LAFC is fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. Although it was interesting if you watch that second this game this year, they this is more MLS wins and losses we're going. Yeah, here. that's fine. Uh, Mark Anthony came missed a sitter, which was very sad. I know because I, I that's that's one of the reasons I watch LAFC is to see Mark Anthony K do good things. Well, it's been starting every game. It's I know. really a remarkable story. Um, yeah, but uh, that crowd, I was like shocked because I, all I heard is how great they were doing in the market, and then there was I didn't even fill a twenty thousand seat stadium for their second ever game. I know. I was like, yeah. eh. Yeah. Anyway, but I, then I was told off by LA people for pointing this out because apparently LA is special and you have to do this and that. And I don't know. TFC used to get twenty thousand when TFC was shit. KFC. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. And and the stadium only held twenty thousand. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, stadium smack talk with Dwayne Rollins. That uh, I can join you for. There okay. you go. Um, player to watch from the T terrorists. The color. He's apparently their leading scorer, plus he's the color, and he's going to piss us off. Well, I mean, like the Seattle divide, there's my favorite swear word, who I'm watching, but then for the lulls aspect, it's the color. Mine is the swear word. Um, because, well, especially now, especially now that Lee Wynn's gone. Yes. Um, and, like, they're... they're from what I can tell, their plan is to is to lean on him, is to sort of push him forward and have him be the guy. Hockey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Caps scored. <laughs> Caps are still in, and I meant that seriously. That wasn't sarcastic. Yeah. They could go to the semifinals tonight for the first oh, time. And they got him on the ropes. I've not been missing oh, okay. too. Oh, okay. Once the devil's crapped out, I'm like, wake me up at the cup. Sure, sure. Go Caps. Nice. There you go. I'm wearing, wearing the shirt under this one. There you go. <laughs> Layers. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Carry on, Kristen. <laughs> Video podcast. Anyway, so, you know, Diego is, again, he's a talented player. Um, he got rid of the stupid hair. Thank you. I can I, I can actually watch you without mocking you. Standards have been met. Kristen approved. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see that aspect um, of his game sort of grow as he just sort of realizes that he is intended to be the man, right? Like he's their guy now, and you know he's got he's oh he had some young arrogance for for him. You know he's not still not that old to begin with, but um, he's getting up there, and uh, it'll be yeah it'll be interesting to see sort of how his game develops. But he's the one I I worry about more than the color, um, even though. He will probably do something horrible. How old is the color now? Forty. Um, oh God! You know what? Fugundes is only sorry, uh, twenty-three. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because he was young. He I was forgot how young he was. The color is twenty-eight. Wow. Ah, oh, they're also fucking young. Jesus. Where was twenty-three? Yeah. A, merely a, a baby. He's a puppy. Mm. All right. Bang tactics for this one uh, again. You know, it's, it's kind of similar to what I, said. I. I really worry about risking returning players on the terrible turf in Foxy Foxborough because at how many times? Like it just something always goes wrong. Mm. Always goes wrong. This is where I have a battle between my emotional and my logical sense when it comes to the turf because I've read enough studies to realize that there is no coalition between. And I know that. Between, yeah, but, but in this one case, yeah. Yeah. Bad things happen. Like, there's good turf and there's bad turf. It just doesn't... I mean, it's Their football. turf isn't it's very good. It's football turf. And when I say football, I'm talking I mean, about... It's throw ball, yeah. Touchdown, yeah. You know. It's a, the Point stadium football. Tom Brady built, right? Exactly. So, so, 
And plus, and plus, you get to see all the delightful throwball lines. Right, the lines are off during before the Patriots season starts. Really, they don't just have them there year round. I'm trying. I think they're they're faded, super faded. Okay. Yeah, right. they, they don't have the Patriots logo. By the time playoffs roll around, when they when the Revs are in the playoffs, oh, there's yes. a giant Patriots yes. logo in the middle field. Not distracting at all. It's for like Minnesota and in the, in the Union. They have the two end zones right in front of the goal. Yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Not just not just clever branding. <laughs> Um, but this could be a, this, you know, depending on on health of players, you know, maybe this is a game, you know, if they win on Wednesday against Seattle, maybe this is a game in which some of the younger bench players get a little more time um, if the game is not going horribly awry. But I, I do, you know, again, I, I do worry about, um, yeah, rushing injured players back, especially ones who have been brought back early been re-injured, taken three steps back. Both Morrow and Mavinga have gone through this uh, since being originally injured. And you know what? Maybe wait and see how they play on Wednesday, see who wants to, who feels up to it. But, you know, they actually have a full week off between the next, between the T-Terrors game and the next What match. does that even mean? How do you, like a whole, like seven days? Yes. Wow. I know. For think, like the, for for, no. for the first time in two months. Yeah, it feels like so, two it feels like two years, but yeah. But and and that's and that's a big thing. Like this is yes, getting the injured players rest, but getting everybody rest. Yeah, I mean, we joke, but this does not even seem like 2017 ended. No, no it doesn't. It's, oh it's no, there's still it's just it's just it's just, it's just going and going and going. Yeah. So yeah, they play the Rev. Sorry, it's not a full seven days because it's a Friday night game again. More Friday Night Football, BMO, um, against Orlando on the 18th. Oh, the Kyle Larnless Orlando magic. Bastikus B. Yeah. Um, So anyway, it's almost a full week off. They get to fly back home. They're here all week. They get time off. I think it's a good thing. All right. Predictions for this one? Nils. One nil to the Mighty Robins. Two two. Mm. There we go. Wow. Because bad things happen against the ref. <laughs> I, I'd say bad things in the sense of injuries, not a draw. Eh. Draw would be pretty good, actually. Eh. I don't know that their record is that great against them. I like the um, even I, after all these years. I think TFC. You're, you're right that they'll probably rotate some of the younger guys in up top. They won't go full in like they did against the CCL run. Um, because that's suicide. Oh yeah, no, I don't, and I don't want them to do that. Well, the back line was the problem. They, they were just leaving them out. There. I mean, had a Sacramento Republic player back there, right? Exactly. So it's, you know, who had a good game, mm. and they should resign him for TFC too. But nonetheless, I think they actually do plan to resign him at some point. But yes. um, anyway, um, yeah, it was. Uh, but I don't mind Jay Chapman, Jordan Hamilton getting a run out. They've proven that they could do stuff together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, you, you want you want them to grow in confidence as well, and. You know, eventually, eventually, TFC's some of TFC's you know they're going to start to age out. There's nothing wrong with developing, actually developing your kids, and you know keeping them on your team. Hi, Jonathan Osorio, um, Javinko.ca, everybody. Javinko.ca for all your footballing needs. <laughs> uh, last five meetings between TFC and the Rev, uh, two wins each and a draw, and the last meeting, uh, the Rev won. 
I remember that somehow. That was one of their last losses last yes, year. Yes, it was in the yeah. fall. Yeah, it was delightful. No, no. it was when they that had that horrible mini, game. They had that mini slump. Yes, yes, it was a horrible game. And everyone was like, "Oh, here we go," <laughs> because that's how we're conditioned. <laughs> yep, that's what uh, abuse will do to you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it was fun while it lasted. Actually, I can remember you guys talking about that because yeah. it, it was coming off the summer. All those goals. <laughs> Uh, the New York was it the New York game that they won four nil or five nil or whatever at home. I think it was five nil. Yeah. It was just like wee wee, yeah. <laughs> and then it went downhill for a oh, while. Oh, yeah. so downhill. All right. Well, that has been our show for this week. Um, please join us next week when we look back at uh, the sounding match and the T Terrorist match. Maybe we'll have some more CPL stuff to talk about. We look ahead uh, to the match against Orlando and whatever else happens to come up. I've been joined by my cohort to my right, as always, Mr. Mark Hinckley at Kitner Mark with a K, not a Q on the Twitters. Uh, thank you, Super Sub from Sports Podcasting Network Soccer Today. Uh, at the 24th minute on the Twitters, Mr. Dwayne Rollins. Dero out. Don't as drop the mic. Don't. We don't. No. Oh, fuck. Damn it. Oh, my God. Get that God thing away from him. Yeah. Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at Kaysa Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Tron, get used to it. Everybody is ready. How are our levels, Marcus? Are they levelly? Yeah, I think everyone's good. Yo, 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 word. Your mixtape's gonna be amazing. It is. When are you dropping that? I'm the the D row. I am the D row. D row, not D row. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Just just working yeah. out. Just working out. Yeah. yeah, that's good. It's tight. I have a. Was like a strip for like my, one of my amateur leagues. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, amateur because I was never a professional footballer. But oh. you were. No, but that's no. no, that's not. What that's Wikipedia not possible. Says about you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have. The a leagues weren't that bad. I mean, <laughs> I don't. Sadly, was, I don't you got you got paid. It's okay. Yeah, got paid something anyway. <laughs> but anyway, there's D row on the back. It's just D dash R O. Nice. Yeah, you can pull that off. I can't. So play safe. A to to the, for the uh, Javigo.ca points to oh my god yes we totally have to do that oh shit oh. I totally forgot about that <laughs> I forgot seriously oh my god I forgot I don't okay. know this what happened T- type in Javigo.ca well I need a new phone no 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 oh god no 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 we would not do that to you Javinko. no that's that's like a Spanish name I just invented Docca. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay.
Tatsuya. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. As, uh, as it was informed of us, we didn't even know this. somebody had actually done this. Because it was, it was brought up. It was a joke, like, like I don't know, two seasons ago I was anyway? say, yeah, like... We just, just started just... calling calling Osorio Jamaico.ca because he had a couple good games, a couple clever moments, you know. And didn't think anybody would have like remembered it or done something with, with it. it. Someone with $5 to burn in their pockets Who, decided to buy you off. Was it Dr. Retro? I think so, yes. Yes, it was Dr. Yeah, let me double check that. I don't know the real name. No, neither do I, but... I imagine he's a chiropractor. He's another... He's one of my Peterborough peeps, but I've, mm. we've never met. This episode of Here the we go, yeah. podcast is brought to you by Javigo.ca. That works. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, yeah. That was me two years ago, to be honest. After the joke came and went, I just kept forgetting to cancel the domain. <laughs> Fucking legend. Probably saw it in his music belt. Well, I got enough for a year. <laughs> um, I feel like that should just be the lead into the episode, as if we have a sponsor. <laughs> That guy's hit count's gonna go through the roof, like into the hundreds. I just tweeted it. <laughs> Never mind. Four. Figure in a year now we're gonna have to get Osorio.it pointed to. 